and welcome to episode 4 of the Cities in History podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about Michel de Certeau and Henri Lefebvre. This is part 2 of my piece on European urban theorists. In the previous episode, I spoke about Georg Simmel and Walter Benjamin. Michel de Certeau and Henri Lefebvre were both French theorists, primarily working in the second half of the 20th century. Henri Lefebvre was born in 1901. He studied philosophy at the University of Paris and worked as a professor of philosophy in the 1930s. He was partly responsible for popularizing the works of Karl Marx in France, some of which he translated into French in 1933, and which served as a huge influence on his own work. During the Second World War, he was a member of the French Resistance. And starting in 1947, he published a three-volume study called The Critique of Everyday Life. This was a philosophical inspiration later for the 1968 student revolutions and is considered to be a foundational text for cultural studies in universities today. One of the main themes of his work is how people spend their leisure time, how much they feel the need to escape from their working life, and yet at the same time, how much their working life is inseparable from their leisure time and how this becomes a vicious cycle. His own relationship with uh, the political left in France um, was one of the major features of his career. Uh, He had been a long-term member of the French Communist Party since the 1920s. After 1956, he uh, attacked Stalinism in some of his writings and had become quite disillusioned with the Soviet experiment. And this led to him being thrown out of the French Communist Party and, in fact, he left the, the field of philosophy as an academic, which was quite politically fraught in, in France at this time, and moved into sociology, where he accepted a research post, and this was somewhat less uh, politically problematic. In sociology, he went on to make contributions about urban and rural life, sociolinguistics, and held chairs of sociology at the universities of Strasbourg and Nanterre. In 1968, he published a book called Le Droit à la Ville, or The Right to the City, in which he coined that phrase, uh, which meant a demand for a transformed and renewed access to urban life. And this concept became very influential in urban regeneration schemes of the last four decades. One of his other works, which uh, has been used a lot by urban theorists, um, Lefebvre was incredibly prolific. He published dozens of books. Uh, In 1974, he published a book called The Production of Space. And this argues that space is a social product, uh, a a social construction uh, based on various values and productions and meanings. And he said, I quote, With the advent of modernity, time has vanished from social space. It is recorded solely on measuring instruments, on clocks, that are isolated and functionally specialized as this time itself. Lived time loses its form and its social interest, with the exception, that is, of time spent working. Economic space subordinates time to itself. Political space expels it as threatening and dangerous to power. The primacy of the economic and, above all, of the political implies the supremacy of space over time. Lefebvre also had particular ideas about what a city was, 
and how cities had emerged in human society. Uh, he said, The most eminent urban creations date from epochs previous to that of industrialization. There was the Oriental city, linked to the Asiatic mode of production, the Antique city, Greek and Roman associated with the possession of slaves, and then the Medieval city, in a complex situation embedded in feudal relations but struggling against landed feudalism. The Oriental and Antique city was essentially political. The Medieval city, without losing its political character, was principally related to commerce, crafts, and banking. It absorbed merchants who had previously been quasi-nomadic and relegated outside the city. He felt that cities themselves were beautiful, that philosophy was born from the city with its division of labor and other intellectual activities. And interestingly, he made a distinction between the concept of the city and the concept of the urban. He said that the city itself was a present and immediate reality, a practico-material and architectural fact, whereas the urban is a social reality made up of relations which are to be conceived of, constructed or reconstructed by thought. However, he undercut his own analysis by saying that such a distinction is dangerous because the concept of urban is a kind of imaginary transcendence of the physical facts of the city. Lefebvre's ideas have been seized upon by not only urban historians and theorists, but by campaigners for urban regeneration, people who campaign against the gentrification of working-class neighborhoods, utilizing Lefebvre's idea of the right to the city. His work is more accessible than that of uh, some other French post-structuralist thinkers, and there's a lot in there of great value to people who are interested in the way we interpret everyday life and social conditions of the past 50 years. He died in 1991. And now I'm going to talk about Michel de Certeau, a very different character from Henri Lefebvre. He was born in 1925, studied philosophy and classics, and went on to be ordained as a member of the Jesuit order in 1956. He received a PhD in theology, having done his research on French mysticism, but in his academic work, he later moved to look more broadly at sociological analysis. His most influential book in English is called The Practice of Everyday Life. He is particularly interested in the pedestrian's relationship with the spatial reality of the city and talks about things like the pedestrians filling the streets with the forests of their own desires and goals. He suggests that we each have our own geography of a city based on our own personal connections with the different places with our own memories serving as maps. He says, Places are fragmentary and inward-turning histories, pasts that others are not allowed to read, accumulated times that can be unfolded, but like stories held in reserve, remaining in an enigmatic state, symbolizations insisted in the pain or pleasure of the body. His work is particularly interesting uh, for those who want to look at how cities are understood by the people who live in them and our own subconscious relationships to our environment. Michel de Sato died in 1986, but much of his work wasn't translated into English until after his death. I'll have a list of readings on the Cities in History website, and I'll be back soon with episode 5, which will be about women in the city.